Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Wow, seven minutes after nine on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. How are you? How are you hanging today? How's it going? What's on your brain? What are you thinking about? Any big news stories uh, swimming around that you want to talk about? 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Well, that was one awkward-ass day of programming on Fox News yesterday, was it not? Wow. I just kind of hung out and watched, you know, and uh, when I got home, I wanted to see how they handled it or didn't handle the Tucker Carlson thingy. Harris Faulkner said something very briefly on Outnumbered, I believe. Uh, Gutfeld was hilarious on the five. Uh, managed to name drop Tucker Carlson a couple of times. Uh, the second time uh, suggesting that uh, <laughs> Tucker Carlson and Susan Rice uh, run for president and vice president. He was being funny. Just trying to get Tucker's name out there because, you know, we're, we're all watching and you know what's on their minds. We know we're not talking about the biggest story of the day because we are Fox News. Obviously, we've been told not to talk about it. Uh, Kilmeade uh, had a few words at the very beginning of uh, Fox News tonight, which is now has supplanted uh, uh, the Tucker Carlson show at 7, our time. Um, how are we all feeling about this? Uh, we, you know, just to lay down the facts here, we have not heard from Tucker himself. Yeah. Don, I haven't missed that, right? We haven't missed from Tucker. We haven't heard from Tucker yet. Uh, there's all kinds of different stuff floating around over the past 24 hours as to what exactly happened. I I've heard, uh, Rupert Murdoch wants to sell Fox, so he's got to cut loose all the high dollar talent, which I don't know if that, I don't know. That doesn't feel right to me. Uh, heard that, uh, you know, it was retribution for some of the stuff he said about January 6th, big pharma just last week. And I don't know, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I did a little video myself, uh, you know, we all put one out yesterday and, uh, uh it's on KTSA.com, the Sean Rima page and the Facebook page. And I, I did it fairly early on to get my initial responses upon getting home and turning on the Fox News. And, and you know, it, it, it's, it was just really bizarre watching all those people not talking about it. It was very strained. It was really kind of weird. Um, so as of right now, I don't know. None of us know exactly what happened, how it happened. Uh, the Daily Mail is reporting this morning that uh, they, the whole Tucker Carlson crew was blindsided by this. Didn't see it coming. Uh, I don't know. Uh, again, we haven't heard from Tucker. I, I tell you what, and if he would, he, he needs to set up his response. He needs to say, you know what, at this particular moment, on this particular day, I will go live on Twitter or whatever the hell and give you my thoughts. Because you and I both know that'll be the most watched <laughs> bit of video in recent memory. Um, I don't know how this happened. Uh, all I will tell you is that a lot of people, because sometimes what you got to do is you got to boil things down to their most basic components, right? That's what I do a lot of times. Just take it down to the, to the most basic level. There's a lot of people who hated Tucker Carlson hated what he reported on, despised him every single day of the week that he did his show, and you know what? They wanted him off the air, and guess what? Tucker's off the air. <laughs> I mean, if you're a liberal idiot, today is like Christmas for you, and I get it. The View did a little happy dance. You know, I'm sure AOC has convinced herself uh, with her stupid, uh, cheap intellect and her massive ego that she had something to do with it. Or maybe she knew about it ahead of time. I don't know. But they wanted Tucker off the air, and Tucker's off the air. 
Now, I understand that there's all kinds of different media now, and he can, you know, do whatever he wants. I mean, the guy's multimillionaire. He's got the resources. If he wants to start his own network like he did Daily Wire, he could do that. If he, got, if he wants to go work for Glenn Beck, he can do that. There's a thousand different things Tucker Carlson can do uh, to be back in the public square speaking his mind. All I will say to you, and I said this on Where and Rima is you got to look at the Glenn Beck model. I know things have, have changed media-wise and consumption-wise since Glenn Beck's time, but still. Glenn Beck, in his moment, and all the everybody listening will agree, was top of the heap, man. Uh, for a moment there, Glenn Beck had the nation's attention. Whether you loved him or you hated his stinking guts, he was on the cover of Time magazine, routinely was on the cover of magazines back when people read magazines, but his show on Fox uh, was a huge dealio, and he had a massive amount of influence as a result of that show. And when he left that show, which he did of his own accord, and started his own network called The Blaze, yes, The Blaze has done very well since then, but old Glenn Beck ain't on the cover of, of Time Magazine anymore. He's not top of mind. You got to go look for Glenn. <laughs> I know most, a lot of you probably already follow Glenn and listen to him, but you got to go look for him. He's not right there on the Fox News every night. So if, if your goal, if who, whosever goal it was, was to get Tucker Carlson off of Fox News, they succeeded because he's not on Fox News anymore. Uh, there's a Bud Light trip going on right now with Fox. I, I think uh, if this was an inter- internal decision, right? It was a really, really bad one. They tanked about a bill. James, am I right? About a billion dollars, right, Don? About a billion dollars within hours of this announcement yesterday. It was immediate. Yeah, it was immediate. Because see, the what the Bud Light paradigm showed us, <laughs> also known as a paradigm, uh, was that you know people are, are fed up with stuff these days, and if they feel like they can't make their voices known or heard in any other way other than not drinking Bud Light and making a show out of it, they'll do it. And I think uh, Fox has had a Bud Light moment, and uh, I, I don't know if Fox News recovers. Again, Tucker will recover. He's not going to lose his voice. But I'm sorry, you can't tell me he's going to have the same reach in quite the same way that he had showing up on your TVs at 7 o'clock every night. There is something to be said still for the influence of traditional media, and and I, you know, I think the bad guys won on this one. (laughs) To a certain extent, the bad guys won. Tucker's not going to be on the air tonight talking about that piece of crap video that your lame-ass president released uh, at 5 a.m. this morning which is when I think that guy, you know, uh, has his morning jello and then lays back down for a while. He's not going to be on the air talking about all the Hunter Biden stuff. He's not going to be talking about money for prostitutes, possibly via the Biden family tree or the business dealings of the president and his son. He's not going to be talking about the the next election. He's not going to be talking about Trump. Uh, And Trey and I had the idea, I can't remember if we talked about it on the air or not, but what Tucker should do is hook up with Elon and set up a big old interview on Twitter and give his response to this thing. Mark, you're on News Talk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking? Uh, good morning. Uh, enjoy uh, wearing Rima and enjoy, enjoy your shows as much. God bless you. Uh, real quick, I, I uninstalled my Fox News app. Right. And uh, <laughs> let me tell you, I'll ask you, you ask me what's on your mind. Well, Whatever happened to those top secret documents that uh, Biden had in his garage? <laughs> Nobody's talking about it anymore. That's what happened to it. Well, okay. Yep. All, right. All right. I agree. You no, much. you're right. No, I mean, that 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 should have, had it been a Republican president, that would have undid his presidency. That, 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 that guy would not be president anymore because of that alone if this were a Republican administration. And everybody knows wow. it. Man, that's incredible. Yeah. All right. I concur. Thank you, Mark. Let's go to, uh, let's take one more. Mike, how you doing? Yeah, how you doing? Uh, hey, listen, man. Um, when when Tucker Carlson released that video of the uh, congressional building showing that this whole deal was, was a joke, 
that was that was his that was the end of his job at yeah. uh, Fox Television. Those people don't want the truth to come out. The people on the left, those people that work for Joe Biden, they don't want the truth to come out about the Biden crime family, about what's going on in Washington, about how they screwed Donald Trump. Mm. You, and you know what? I think they they might have actually done Donald Trump a big favor. You know, at first I thought that he maybe should put. DeSantis as his vice president, but I don't trust that guy. Uh, at this point, I think Donald Trump ought to contact Tucker Carlson because <laughs> he seems like a real good vice presidential candidate, and I think him and Donald Trump would work real good in 2024. So, Fox, thank, thank you for terminating Tucker Carlson. You just did Donald Trump a favor. <laughs> I, I think my call this morning. You're quite welcome, Mike. I think they did Trump a favor without really knowing it because they've really pissed off his base with this one. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. 23 minutes after 9 on News Talk 550 KTSA. I'm Sean. Harry, Be- Harry Belafonte has passed away. He was 96. Uh, rose to prominence, obviously, in the 1950s when you really didn't have a lot of black dudes on the radio. Banana Boat is the <laughs> the song that follows that guy into the grave. Dale, you know, big civil rights guy. You know, I I was watching video of uh, earlier of uh, you know Yo Biden, Yo Biden with the Tennessee two, you know, in the Oval Office, and he got a guy who is obviously doing one of the worst Malcolm X imitations. I think you know uh, Denzel did a great, you know. Malcolm X, you dude, <laughs> and you're 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 looking at you know in Harry Belafonte's era, right? Black people weren't considered full citizens under the law, right? You had to enter through a certain door, you had to go to certain theaters, couldn't drink out of certain water fountains, couldn't right? You had to sit on the at the back of the bus, famously so. And in Harry Belafonte's era, to stand up against the man kind of meant something, right? You stand up against the man in those days, and you may end up hanging from a tree. Your house may be burned down. You may be arrested without charges. You, you know, you may be murdered yourself. I mean, and a lot of people were, right? Boy, that was something. Standing up for a sense of equality with people, with, with the, uh, the measure of, or the, uh, in the, under the law protection of the law fighting for just the notion that you're a you're a full freaking human being like other human beings and the american model is you know there is no citizen of this country who should be held above another citizen of this country or below another citizen of this country and in harry belafonte's day standing up for something standing up for your civil rights meant a lot more, and you might be asked to sacrifice a hell of a lot more than, you know, uh, going to the hair salon and getting an afro, buying yourself some Malcolm X-type glasses, putting on a black suit with a skinny-ass tie, and putting your freaking fist in the air, and acting like you mean something. And acting like you are, you know, by disrupting a state legislature with a freaking bullhorn, Uh, because you really are looking at your own franchise, if you will, and want to market your own product like Colin Kaepernick, Colin Kaeperschmuck. Look at me, I'm some great civil rights guy, and you're the farthest thing from. You're a faker. You know, honestly. So anyway, Harry Belafonte died. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to get all heavy there. (laughs) I'm also, uh, I feel kind of bad, too. I'm a little professionally embarrassed today because uh, when, I guess, when Trey Ware got in last night to uh, begin prepping the show, which is usually around 7 o'clock at night, the night before the show, dude sleeps for about 19 minutes. Right, Don Morgan? He comes in, he gets up, comes in here. I mean, he's he's the hardest working broadcaster I've ever met in my life. And he comes in here in the middle of the night to prep the show, and he sits down at the console here. And apparently there are small, gray, curly hairs all over the console. Okay, what happened? <laughs> there were my hairs. Oh, okay. They were beard hairs. Yeah, I'm sorry. 
Just want to make sure I just make yeah. sure that we know that I'm talking about beard hairs. A Clarence Thomas moment going on over there. Well, what happened is yes, I, I yeah, last week I went off and now my daughter used my beard comb right. for her hair dye, her magenta hair dye. And so a guy f- that owns a place called Bad Billy Beard Company. Sales, are you listening? <laughs> Possible endorsement deal here. Uh, Bad Billy Beard Company here in San Antonio. He heard me riffing and he sent me a little metal stainless steel indestructible beard comb. And so while I was sitting here doing the programming yesterday, I'm combing out my beard, dude. And I guess some of those some of those hairs just jumped off my face and ended up right here in front of Trey Ray on the council. And there was a lot of them. In fact, right. he left the ones over there so I could see them and believe him that I indeed left large amounts of myself behind. And I'm sorry, Trey. Rhyme of DNA all over the studio. I'm sorry you had to clean my hair off the council. I've never said that in 30 years. 35 <laughs> I've never had to say that in 35 years. I've never had to say, at least yeah, I don't well, think so. Know, Maybe I, I did, and I just didn't realize I was leaving hair behind. I'm honored to have been a part of it. You're on, yes. <laughs> my great, my hair was on the board when Trey got in here this morning. And I apologize. I will try not to leave any more of my DNA behind when I, when I do the program. All right. It just felt so good to comb my hair with that, with, to comb my beard with that professional comb. Made you feel pretty. But it was kind of like flossing after eating corn, you know. It just uh, yanked a bunch of uh, a bunch of hairs out of my chin. Right, and they you know, fell it, upon the board. Plus, it, it's the time of year where you shed. I do you shed. Know, twi- I mulch twice a year. You I know. do, and I shed my outer skin and all the hair with it. <sighs> Tucker Carlson got fired yesterday. Two one zero five nine nine. Two one zero five. That's why Trey got here even an hour earlier. He got here even an hour earlier. He had nothing earlier. else. He couldn't watch Tucker anymore. He had nothing else to do, so he just came in. And there's a pile of gnarly, knotted, old man gray hair on the board, and I'm embarrassed. Okay. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's at least not as bad as the time I left all that blood. I, I, I when I was on the blood thinners and I had a paper cut. And Elena to come in and sponge my blood off the door. I'm so sorry about that. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Info at your beck and call. The stunning developments. Stay tuned for updates. Just tell your smart device to play KTSA. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. It's 939 on a Tuesday. The day after Tucker got fired. Then we're, you know, giving our thoughts on, on what we think this means and what do we think happens next. What's, what are the implications? Uh, Sam, hang on. The phone lines are open. 210 599 210-599-5555. Um, yeah, yeah, and we got more trans stuff. I, you know, I, things are so upside down right now. I, I think the story, this story is a couple days old, but I mean, this story... Uh, out of Wisconsin, kind of, in a sense, for me, epitomizes where we are in America right now. Because we are divided. And I don't know that the line is so mysterious anymore, uh, and maybe the Tucker Carlson thing will bear that out, kind of like the Bud Light thing. Because at the heart of what I'm up, I'm going to riff on now is the question, how many of us are there? And by us, I mean people who are truly, in a sense, awake to what's going on. That we see the country on a very bad path, whatever angle you're looking at it from, whether it's the corruption of the administration, the open border, uh, Ukraine, I, uh, China, Russia, the economy, this tranny crap. You know, uh, there, there, there are folks who, you know, really get it and who don't get it. There are people who see what's going on, and you are probably that person because you're listening to this show or listening to this radio station, and that you think, in that you think that this this country is on a very bad track. All right, we can't trust our government or the media anymore, and and you know we we got to turn this around somehow. Uh, there are people who believe what I just said, and there are people who don't, or who choose not to believe it. Right? The stooges, the cultists, the true believers, the morons that largely make up the Democratic base. Now, I think there are more Democrats now than we realize who, who are also seeing that this, suck, this stuff sucks. 
and it's a bad path. But they're, maybe they're being quiet about it. I don't know. Maybe they don't want to lose all their friends or get kicked out of their family. But there are people who get it, and there are people who don't get it. And I could define that line with this story. And I just all I have to do is give you the basics of this story. Okay. Uh, a an eighteen year old man, an eighteen year old biological male, walks in to a lock a girl's locker room at a high school in Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, buck ass naked. Uh, on his way past three fourteen year old girls who are also nude because they're in the shower. The guy says, oh, by the way, I'm trans. And he's in the shower again with three 14-year-olds. He's an 18-year-old dude, buck-ass naked. And apparently he turns around and starts showing it off. Um, When the parents uh, of the 14-year-old girls, the minors, reported this, school administrators immediately did nothing. They didn't do anything at first. Eventually, the principal writes an apology letter or sends an email out to the parents saying, wow, this shouldn't, I'm so sorry they had this experience and no one else should ever have this experience again. Bad experience. But you know, but uh, nothing, nothing really is, has happened. The, the the police were not called. If if I walk down the street and expose myself to a fourteen year old girl on Eisenhower Drive, right out Eisenhower Road, right outside there, I would be arrested, yes, and charged with a crime. Multiple adults in this situation, where an adult male exposed himself to three fourteen year olds, did. Nothing. In fact, they tried, in a sense, to protect the offender. Because I gotta be me. Now, if you listen to the story, that's the nuts and the bolts of the Sorry, nuts. That's, that's, the, that's the basic of the story. I really didn't mean that pun there, but it is kind of funny. That's the nuts and bolts of that story. That's the basics of that story. This is basically what happened. Did it again. <laughs> nuts and bolts. <laughs> <laughs> the bolts ought to be on the jail door that this guy lives behind. Oh. But you know, and then, and then well, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to say it. Well, it came out of my mouth. I was like, "Oops!" I just said nuts. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that's the basics of the story, right? And how you react to that is the division in this country. If you listen to what I just said and react with horror and rage because we're talking about minor girls that were just, you know, visually assaulted, sexually assaulted by an adult male, if you're having the reaction that that guy ought to be in jail and at least some administrators in this school should be fired because a crime was perpetrated against these three 14-year-olds, you're in my tribe. You're on my side of the room, okay? If you're reacting with uh, trans men are trans women or trans women are women... And those 14-year-old girls got to, you know, evolve and be uh, woke and uh, learn how to accept this stuff because it's the way of the future and trannies are under attack in this country. If that's your reaction to the story I just laid out for you, you're on the other side. (laughs) You're on the other side of this division. Okay. And, And the thing is, my side of this room, we're the ones speaking the truth. Because that is blanked up. It is blanked up that an 18-year-old grown-ass male can walk buck-ass naked into a girl's shower in a public school in America and expose himself to three 14-year-olds and not a adult does a damn thing about it. And in fact, thinks it's great. You know, because that's the agenda. There's the division in America. And you know what? It's not about the trannies. The trans community is tiny. It's, an, it's, it's minuscule compared to the total population of this country. And they are being used. Uh, and in fact, they're creating new trannies so that they can be used. The culprits, the, the, the enemies 
the bad guys, okay, that we're talking about are them, the folks who, uh, who are cultists, who are true believers in this radical agenda from the left that says to you, well, if you see a, a, a naked dude who claims to be trans, you're actually looking at a woman. Oh, okay. Sorry, the penis threw me off. You know, I, that's, that's them. You and I know what a bunch of crap that is. There's your division in America. It's as simple as that. And it really, and Tucker's right. You know what? It, baby, it really does come down to good and evil. Good versus evil. News that moves you. On my way to work. They have great reporting. They have interesting stories. Just the personalities. Catch Ware and Rima weekdays starting at 7 a.m. Well, they cover everything in depth. Nationally, internationally. And stay connected with News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Yeah, we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Sam's been on hold forever. Let's talk to Sam. Sam, how are you? Trump, Tucker, 2024. You know, you were just talking about that trans story. Mm-hmm. You didn't flip the page. You, you forgot to turn the page. Now, we hear and you guys report about guys competing in women's sports, guys going into the women's locker room showers. Right. How many times have you guys reported, or not you guys, but, you know, the media reported on women competing in men's sports? Women. Because they aren't. (laughs) By and large, they aren't. There you go. Exactly. Exactly. And what all of us conservatives were talking about was these, um, the nuts and bolts of the story is that (laughs) horny-ass boys and men will be going into girls' restrooms and locker rooms and blah, blah, blah. Right. But the girls aren't. Mm. Yeah, I agree. No, they're pervs. This guy's a perv. This guy in Wisconsin. Exactly. He's a, exactly. he's sex, he's a sex he's assaulter. Allegedly. It, right. Allegedly. But allegedly. You missed the notes, but you forgot to mention that. Yeah, you're right. But uh, it's because, and I appreciate the call, because women aren't, by and large, doing this. Let's say it for what it is. Dudes do it because they can't, they cannot, they fail to compete against other dudes. Let me say that again. Dudes do it because they fail to compete against other dudes. The the swimmer guy uh, that started all this stuff off was mediocre at best swimming against other dudes. Right? What, right? He was like way down the list as far as his ranking. Dude starts swimming against chicks and all of a sudden he's numero uno. So you're either dealing with a dude in a dress who wants to see naked women... And get away with it. Or you're dealing with a dude in a dress that wants to win championships and scholarships as a mediocre competitor. How's that make you feel? 210-599-5555. Because you know what? And I know, I know, if you're a liberal idiot, this makes me a Nazi and a transphobe. All right. But trans women are not women. Ooh, trans women are not women. Okay? Okay, if you don't have the the plumbing to squeeze another human being out of your body, and if you don't have a bad week once a month, (laughs) you're talking out of your ass. You you are not a woman. You're just not. And what's stupid about this whole trans thing is that people wouldn't give a crap, man, if you're a dude living as a woman, uh, if if it weren't just in your face every day, and if he didn't have to keep dragging the kids into it, man. What is wrong with you? It's, cr- it's madness. It's upside down. It's surreal. But again, I'm just a MAGA hat wearing extremist, and you know, I'm a domestic terrorist, and I'm just filled with hatred and fear. I'm just so phobic. Sorry, but dudes and dresses don't exactly scare me. There, I said it. You know, I'm not transphobic because dudes and dresses don't scare me. How does that make you feel? Also, I'm wrestling with something else, and uh, I know I'm probably asking the wrong human beings about this question, given that Don Morgan lives with, lives with, I think, like 19 chihuahuas he's got at this point. Oh, only three. James would adopt a wild puma if it crept up on his lawn. Right. I mean, you know, he he would. He'd adopt a puma if he had to, or a wild hog, a feral hog. Mm -hmm. If it looked at him with their doughy eyes. Yes, you take it home. So asking you guys if I need a seventh cat, it's kind of a it's kind of a foregone conclusion, 
either because you like animals or love animals and you want me to adopt a little kitten. Right. Or you just want to see my life completely unravel into chaos because I've got no. seven cats see, living I, in my I, house. I didn't choose to have three dogs. We agreed on one. <laughs> I inherited the other two. <laughs> we agreed on one. You know. We always agree on one. My mother-in-law was living with us with her, right. with her fat dog. <laughs> oh, thank God you said dog. Thank yeah. God. And then when she, you know, she had to go to live in an assisted living facility because right. her health was deteriorating. Well, guess who ended up with the dog? You did. Me. You. The other one is my daughter's dog. Right. And, and she works, you know, 70 hours a week, so she's never home. Right. And I'm like, well, you know, just, just leave the stupid dog here. So <laughs> I ended up with that one as well. Well, I there, there, there's. I, you don't need a seventh cat. <sighs> no, Kinky's got some kittens. All right. His sister sent me a stinking picture. You're freaking adorable. I haven't seen the old guy in a while. I haven't seen the old Jew in a while. That's what I call him. That's right. I just said it. He's a he's a Jewish cowboy, mm-hmm. and I'm going to go see the Jewish cowboy tomorrow. I haven't seen him in a few since you know it's been a few months. Right. And Syria's nervous that perhaps you'll come up with another cat because they've got three kittens up there. Mm-hmm. No, here's what my wife said to me. This is precisely what my wife said to me. She said, don't bring one home unless they're cute. <laughs> so we'll see. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Five minutes after 10 on News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. So having a bit of a reaction to the new campaign against solitary confinement. I guess it's bad, solitary confinement. We don't let animals live in cages. Well, actually, we do for 22 hours a day. Um, I, I'm just a very quick reaction. If if you don't want to, if you don't want your ass ending up in solitary confinement, don't do something that'll get your ass locked up in jail. Okay, that that's kind of how that works. Well, these days it doesn't really matter, you know. I'll just let you out anyway. You're worried about solitary confinement. Here's what I'm worried about, sweetheart: any kind of confinement. Okay. I want criminals confined. <laughs> That's kind of where I am. Whether they're in a cage by themselves in a solitary fashion or they're in the general population, I don't care. I just want bad guys in jail. And I'm sorry, solitary might be a little uncomfortable for some folks. Tell you what, if my ass went to jail, I'd want solitary confinement. You know what I mean? I want that 24 hours a day, 365 year, days a year, man. Keep my ass in solitary, man. I'll be fine. I won't complain at all. I mean, obviously, Don Morgan, the first thing I'm going to do is not do anything that would land my ass in jail. Right. Because I'm a decent citizen. But if I did land my ass in jail, man, give me that solitary solitary confinement all day long, man. I'd be fine with that. But why would you want solitary confinement? I mean, general population where you've got to hold some guy's tray and sing him lullabies (laughs) at night. You know, I don't want I don't want to be giving some dude a back rub. I'm just saying. Why would you complain about solitary confinement? You think most people would want that, so they don't have to deal with the you know the troubles of general population. Just saying. Right. You might be taking away the one hope these guys have that they might end up in solitary confinement. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, please put my ass in solitary confinement and get me away from these crazy people. I was much happier there. You know. No. Two one zero five nine nine. I just say on the air, if I go to jail, put me in solitary. I did, didn't I? You did. Um, 210-599-5555. Phyllis, hang on. We're going to come to you. Uh, We're making our way through a a, a weird new America today. Oh, yes. Joe Biden announced he's running again. He's 80 years of age. Uh, You know, they released a a very well-produced video. That actually featured Joe Biden very little. <laughs> There's a lot of montages of all the great things this administration has done for America. All of it bullcrap. And uh, did a nice polished uh, shoot with the president where, you know, they'd love putting Joe Biden center composition with the fuzzy, fuzzed out background. Makes him look like he's actually there, you know. And uh, it's talking about those mega extremists, such as myself. I am proudly a mega. Ex- I am a mega extremist. How does that make you feel? I have these crazy, 
just so hateful opinions that 18-year-old dudes should not be showing their junk to 14-year-olds. I know, I'm a radical. I mean, I th- they released a video this morning at 5 a.m. I d- didn't see it till I got in here because I you know, went to bed last night after Gutfeld. And it's everything I thought it would be. It's it's horrible. It makes you bar- it'll make you barf. Uh, but again, this is not a president that they can put in front of a live camera, so we can just talk to the American people and say, "I'm going to run again." Seventy uh, percent of all Americans, according to NBC News, do not want Joe Biden to run again, uh, and they cite his age as their biggest concern. Let's go to uh, Phyllis. Phyllis, how you doing? I'm doing hunky-dory. What are you thinking? Well, I was thinking that if these guys want to be transgender and they claim to be transgender, they need to have it cut off before they can claim it. Hey, I'm I'm with you there. Yeah, cut it off. You don't want it. Unless they're under the age of 18. Uh, But if you're a grown-ass adult and you want to have your penis removed, by all means, go have your penis removed, okay? And then you can go into whatever bathroom you want. But see, they want to... Doesn't it kind of seem like they... First off, they want both at the same time, right? They want to be able to keep the little fellow there and still walk into girls' locker rooms. Uh, I'm starting to think... They do, and and I, I agree. Phyllis, thanks for the call. Again, you know, it, 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 we, we talk about this division in America, in America all the time, and I, I've got all kinds of thoughts about the Tucker Carlson thing uh, as far as what it means for media in America because, you know, that was the shot heard around the world. I mean, that it's a pretty big deal. Again, as I said in the first hour, it doesn't really matter how it came about. It doesn't really matter if it was Rupert Murdoch or it was you know, about Dominion or it was about other things he said on the air or maybe they wanted him to shut up about something and he didn't want to shut up about it. I don't know. You have to look at cause and effect, though. A lot of people who hate Tucker Carlson because, again, he speaks truth to power, didn't like him, hated his stinking guts, and wanted him off the air, and as of today, he is off the air. As somebody who, yeah, way down the scale, uh, admittedly so, but still does the same thing for a living. You know, I I, just like Tucker, I get paid to voice my opinions. That's what I do. That's my job. I am not not a journalist. Just like Tucker, I'm also not a journalist. Uh, I am an opinion giver. That's what I do. And does it make me look at my own industry at, at talk radio and 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 wonder what what the future holds? I certainly it does. But I, I'm at this lovely point in my life right now where I just don't worry about stuff and I don't give a crap about stuff that used to bother me and worry me. And so I had to lead, let a lot of stuff go for my own personal freaking sanity, which is called, I guess, just getting older, wiser, maybe. I don't know. But certainly, it, 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 it lets a whole lot of folks know. Kind of like the, the shakedown of Mike Lindell at the Hardee's. Kind of like Mar-a-Lago. I, the, the message here is, we can get to anybody. <laughs> you know, uh, if we could take get Tucker off the air, we can get you off the air, or we can shut you down, shut your podcast down, or we can... You know, we'll be about the business of silencing anyone who speaks contrary to the orthodoxy laid out by, well, currently the state, the the operative government in place. I think really that's kind of the message. And again, it doesn't really matter how it came about. It doesn't really matter if 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 Tucker Carlson was, in a sense, given an offer he couldn't refuse, right? Uh, it, 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 the cause and effect is all that matters. A lot of people on the left, a lot of people with this radical agenda, this tranny crap, this, this, you know, race stuff, climate change stuff, all, them, they, they wanted him off the air and he's off the air. And should that have a chilling effect? Should that make the hairs on your arm stand up a bit? Yes, it should. This was a $20 million a year guy. Don Lemon, no. Don Lemon should have been fired years ago because he sucks at his job. And he's been steadily hemorrhaging audience since he got over there, since he got on CNN. 
That guy should have been gone a long time ago, but he's a gay black man. So, you know, they had to wait with him until they were just beyond uh, anybody (laughs) having an issue with it because the guy is just kind of a freaking jerk. I don't think Don Lemon getting canned is, is part of the general evil plot. Tucker, I do believe it. I do believe somehow it's connected. I do believe somehow that guy was silenced or at least taken off that particular platform because of the stuff that he says. I don't think it's because of some grumpy-ass emails and texts about Donald Trump. Oh, my God. During the Trump years, I probably sent a few texts and emails to people saying, I think Trump's a goof or he's got to shut up about this or what have you. No, something else is at play here. And I've reached the point in my life, and I I hope this doesn't sound crummy to you, where, you know what? Uh, I'm on the other side of 55. (laughs) I'm on the off-ramp to 60. You know what I mean? I I really just am now kind of wrapping my arms and heart uh, and mind, frankly, around the simple stuff in life. Because the simple stuff, I think, is the really important stuff. Maybe I've been missing the simple stuff for a lot of years. And I'm not young in America anymore. You know what? It's your country. If you're under the age of 40, this is your country. This is your future we're talking about. Uh, All a guy like me can do is go on the radio and scream my brains out about it. I write my books that sometimes deal with this stuff. And I vote. (laughs) There's the extent of what I do. I, I scream my brains out for four hours a day and I vote. Uh, that's about all I can manage right now. Uh, you know, as far as the future of this country and what it's going to be and how you're going to be living when you're my age, you know, I'm sorry to say the burden is on the young people to turn this thing around, but it kind of is. And here's the problem with that. A lot of young people are fine with this stuff. (laughs) I don't know how else to put it. It's not very, not a very artful way. Of saying what I see every day. There's a whole lot of young people in this country. You know what? They love getting checks from the government. They love staying home in their jammies. They love, uh, you know, being uh, told what to, uh, their decisions being handed to them about things like what kind of cars they should drive, what kind of job they should have, if they should have a job at all. A lot of young people, you know what? Are, who, who are the people that are filling the streets whenever stuff goes south? Whatever stuff stuff gets messy. They're predominantly young people. Right? Antifa is what? Predominantly young people. Okay. If if the country you want, in other words, the country that you and I, and I'm not trying to be a bummer, but the country, the America you and I grew up in, grew up in, if you're my age, ain't it's it's disappearing. It's just going bye-bye on a for a number of different reasons. Not just political, it's going bye-bye. Do I have any great insight as a talk show host as to what the future of America looks like? No, I don't. Nope. Okay, I'm in for the rest of the ride, obviously. <laughs> but, you know, uh, there's less ahead than there is behind. So I, I, I can tell you, honestly, I would not want to be a young person in this country right now. Because not only are you coming off a crap education, that's got it's been infiltrated for a few decades by a lot of indoctrination and you meet a lot of young people these days and you interact with them and you talk with them you know what I'm what I mean there's a lot of stuff they accept as being complete and utter fact and it's you know whether it's climate change stuff trans stuff whatever and I don't know how you turn that around uh so you know good luck with the country you're building for yourself or allowing to be built for you. 210-599-5555. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. 23 minutes after 10 on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I am shine. I'm shine. My little show. Are you having fun in my little show? I don't care anymore. That's kind of that's really where I am. I'm, it's not that I don't care about life. I, I'm just at this really, and I know I've said this before on the air, but like I'm actually really there now, where I'm just a, a slightly older guy. I'm an old fart, and I just want you off my lawn. 
and uh, I don't I don't let stuff bother me anymore. I, there's, there's most my wife is mystified by it because normally, and I know this might shock you fellows and, and everybody listening. Apparently, over the years, I've been something of a, according to her, a little moody. And, uh, you know, now I'm just kind of skating on the ice. I just don't give a crap anymore. It's great. It's liberating. It's liberating not to give a crap anymore. And by not giving a crap, what I mean is uh, I I care about my family, obviously. Right. I care about my six cats and my two dogs. Right. But you don't have the number of hang-ups you used to have. No, I I hung them all up. I I just, (laughs) because they were hanging me up. Yeah. And still care, you know, and and, and I just want to have a laugh on the air. If I can get through the day and have a, and crack myself up a couple of times, right? I know I'm cracking them up. Then everything's we're all good, you know. And and I just don't worry about stuff because you, if you the thing is, if you start letting the stuff that's going on in the world right now really just take over your mind, mm-hmm. you're going to be freaking nuts. You're going to be crazy. But I think, you know, so many of us fall into that trap. Of just, yeah, I mean, if well, you yeah. Just, if you, you just stroll through your social media news feeds. Oh, my God, yeah. It's so depressing. <laughs> it can Everybody's, be. you know, angry or offended by right, something. Right, You know, and, and around the time I turned 40, I remember thinking, you know, I have less time than more. That's the turning you know, point. I, I can't say that I have a whole lot of time to get. There are things I'm concerned about, like right. anybody else. Well, sure, basic, yeah, but, you know. But the, there are just a lot of things that you know I, I, that happen, and I'm like, well, what the hell am I supposed to do about that? And why do I even care? <laughs> right, right. You know, I can't say that it's going to impact me on my drive into work today. That's you know kind of my, that's my filter right there. <laughs> is know? what can I do about it? Right. And even if I could, would it matter? I is mean, it is going it, to it, affect my 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 family, my kids, right. my grandkids in any way, shape, or form? Usually, it doesn't. Right. So I just move on. Well, I think we, as we go through life, you you layer yourself up in stuff to worry about. Mm-hmm. And I, I uh, somebody had posted a meme last week, and I ended up reposting it. Where you know the, the cool thing about I'm paraphrasing, but the cool thing about getting older is you realize how much time you wasted on nonsense. Right. How much, how much time you let occupy your brain with worry and anxiety and stress yeah. over nothing. I, you know, because I over got to, nothing. I got to the point, like again, when I turned 40, and I started to think about 20 years earlier. Right. And how much I liked that guy. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I liked him a little too much, and so you know, <laughs> I want to be like that guy and just have a good, you know, and just enjoy right. whatever is going on in life. Because I'm, here's the thing: let's take this old Tucker Carlson thing. Right, and people are pissed about oh, this today, big time. Yeah, but if you were to go down to Riverwalk, say, mm-hmm. and ask any five people, hey, Tucker Carlson, four of them would probably say, I don't even know who that is. You know, I, you're right, though. <laughs> they would have you're no right. idea who he is. But you're that there's yeah. a lot we we underestimate we truly underestimate and this has been a sobering thought again for me how many people in this country d- just don't know they're just not paying attention now, now, they're you, they're you not could, right you, know. you could say the name and they wouldn't know and perhaps you could hold up a picture and it might look familiar right but you know I'm going to say ninety percent of the people you talk to probably would have no idea right the whole, and, Bud, the whole Bud Light thing. Ask anybody about it, and they would probably tell you, I've never had a Bud Light in my life. <laughs> I am when a discerning at, beer drinker. Well, when I was at the Dachshund thing in Holotus over the weekend, they had a Bud Light set up there. Yeah. And there were people going up and getting beer. I, I, I would say, beer. I would say, <laughs> you know, I've been to a few Holotus events that, you know, if I'm being objective, maybe not as many people were stacking up to get the Bud Light. Right. But people were getting Bud Light. Yeah. Because it's there. Because it's there. <laughs> and you're you thirsty. Know, and you want a beer. <laughs> you're in Holotus looking at wiener dogs. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, you'd like to be a little affected by some yeah, alcohol. Exactly. But, you know, uh, it, 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 there's, there's a reason why it's scriptural that worry will not extend your life by one day. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, nobody ever worried through a problem <laughs> and, no. and, and found a solution in a place of worry. So mm-hmm. I've kind of come to grasp that. And understand it, and so there's just so much I don't freaking worry about anymore. I just don't yeah. care. <laughs> <laughs> It'll make you old before your time. 
it it really will. And as you say, once you reach the point where you really do, do for me, it was around just recently where you really do realize well, there's less ahead than there was behind. Right. Then you know, wow! I just want to experience the sunlight today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. eating a good sandwich. You know, you know and, I just want to eat a good sandwich. And having children, you know, a little later than the average bear, like I did. You know, my my youngest son was in kindergarten when I turned forty. So you know, <laughs> you know people well, thought I was I, his my, grandfather. My, yeah, yeah, I mean, I was late too. Yeah, I was a, so, was an eight year old when I was right. forty so turned, you, or you know, seven year old. Right. You just kind of you know, I remember walking in and and. One of the the teachers at his school said, "Oh, are, are you his grandfather?" I'm like, "No, damn it, I'm his dad." <laughs> I get when I get that. Yeah. I walk around with my wife. <laughs> People think she's my kid. So around that point, I started to think, you know, I I probably don't have a whole lot of time to worry so, about these dumb little things. Why waste it worrying about so crap that you can't do anything myself. about? Right, you know? exactly, yeah. exactly. Go out in the blaze of glory, man. Come on. My well, I don't even want to go out in the blaze of glory. I, I want to go out in H E B. I like just. <laughs> If I make it to H-E-B once a day, I'm happy. Like, it's a good day. I got to go to H-E-B and look at people. Yeah. And and buy a steak. You know, yeah. that's cool. Got a ready meal. <laughs> got a ready meal. It's a, it's Christmas for me. <laughs> the little things are the big right. things, yeah. and the big things are the, the little things, is how I look at it. Two one zero. when they run out of Diet Coke in the soda machine down the hallway, now I'm mad. And people are going to die. Now, see, I'm a little <laughs> upset. That affects me. Then Don's going to kick some ass. <laughs> Gonna settle for a Coke Zero? Come on! I'm gonna tear the crap out of this place. Rip this place apart. All right, 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Anywhere, Anywhere. anytime, Anytime. and it's just wherever you need it. You can just go online and get it. Get the Sean Ryman Show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. I love this tune. (laughs) News Talk 550 KTSA. Little sweet Fiona. Sweet, weird, depressed, disturbed Fiona. Little wee, strange, dark Fiona Apple. Yeah, but remember that time when, when those female singers were coming along and they were all dark and edgy and, and kind of pissed off? Like her and Tori Amos. And it was great. Oh, I loved I it. I loved them all. Yeah. Man. Liz Fair. Alanis was yeah, pretty Alanis pissed Morissette. off. Yeah, you know? Alanis was great. Liz Fair is one of my favorites. Yeah. I've always loved Liz Fair. She's been upset for decades. Right. <laughs> She put out a new record just a couple of years ago. Yeah, she did. It was uh, great. Uh, uh, I don't remember yeah, the I title of it, but I remember I listened to it a couple of times and thought it was pretty good. She's been on the sober trip now, too. Yeah. So the album had to do with right. a lot about that stuff. Yeah. But uh, I miss them. I miss I, that I whole miss thing. angry, depressed, upset women. Yeah, they just were so <laughs> honest. They were. That was actually a very honest time you know, in the recording industry was it with women. Or when you listen to their songs, like the Alanis Morissette, you would listen to the, the albums and you would think, man, I suck. Well, but Why have I been such a jerk? Didn't we all have that reaction? <laughs> all men had that reaction when we heard yeah. You Ought to Know for yeah. the first time. We know like, her. Oh, damn. Yeah, Ooh, we, we no. know her. I did that. Yeah, 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 right. We know her. We used to date her. Yeah. All right. She changed the locks on us. Now she's back for revenge. You know, and, and, and that was a great time. If you think about the early to mid-90s for women in music. Oh, they were all wonderful. Courtney Love. I mean, I yeah. like. I used to like Hole. I used to love Listen. Uh, Malibu yeah. was a great record. Yep. Uh, and now it's odd we can't even freaking define what a woman is. <laughs> <laughs> Think about that crap for a second, man. Well, we just named several. We just named actual women, and now we, you know what I mean? People, people with multiple college degrees hanging on the wall, you ask them, you know, to define entanglement or singularity or the string theory, yep. and they can riff on it. Uh, what is a biological female? Um... Well, that needs a very nuanced reply, which I don't, I can't tell. You know, I mean, it's these are strange damn times, and you ought to know better. Ha <laughs> ha, get it? Eh. Ah, isn't that ironic? <laughs> don't you think? It's a little too ironic. <laughs> 210-599-5555. Now, let me uh, put this story past you. Actually, the guy who was sitting in for Jesse, boy, did Jesse Waters dodge the bullet yesterday, huh? Didn't have to look uncomfortable squirming in his chair like all the other Fox News hosts because he's on maternity leave, right? I think. He had, just had a kid, I believe. But the guy sitting in for Jesse uh, had... That's terrible. I can't even think of the dude's name. I don't know. The guy sitting in for Jesse last night had a dude on about UFOs because last week here in Texas... Where's Madison County? Where's that? 
Anybody know where that is? No? Uh, in Texas, uh, about, uh, let's see, half a dozen cows were found on a farm in Texas, and their tongues had been surgically removed. Uh, there's another, uh, three of the, two of the cows had other things removed that would make going to the bathroom really difficult if you didn't have one. And, uh, also with the same surgical precision that the tongues were removed. And, uh, uh, so on the Jesse Waters show last night, they had Tim Doyle on, he's a lead investigator on a show called UFO Seekers. And he was talking about how, you know, there have been cow- cattle mutilations for since the, uh, recorded since the early 1970s. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're always, they always try to figure out what the hell happened because there's no blood. There's no mess on the ground, you know, that doesn't seem to be any kind of a struggle. Uh, the, the, the cuts are made with surgical precision. Because when I hear six cows had their tongues removed in Texas, I'm just thinking, well, somebody wants to open a deli. You know what I mean? You, you, obviously, <laughs> I you need some cow tongue. I don't think that happened here. You want to open up a deli in Texas, so you need their damn tongues. <laughs> you are so messed up. I don't know what you're doing with the anuses, but I'm just saying it's obviously somebody who wants to open up an all-night deli in Texas so and thinks that might be innovative. I don't know. That having been said, I don't know what the cattle... I, I When it comes to UFOs and life on other planets, because now we, we have the Pentagon... James, isn't the Pentagon... Aren't they going to be announcing another, something else? They're going to be releasing some more video. They've been kind of releasing stuff in layers. I hope so. As far so. as old, old Blue Book yeah. files and stuff, or uh, whatever the, the UFO files, the X-Files, or whatever the hell they were. They've been releasing stuff here and there. Uh, Madison County is northeast of Bryan College Station, by the way. No, where where's that? That's I don't. If I get lost outside of my neighborhood, man. <laughs> north and east of us. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was in. Yeah, I was in Bryan, Texas, over the weekend. Yeah, you were. Yeah, I had nothing. To, I had nothing to do with these cows, though. <laughs> Local news broadcaster found to be dismembering cattle and claims right. to be a vegetarian. Well, I, right. Meanwhile, that's how he gets around it. He doesn't eat in front of everybody, yeah. but then he goes out and butchers some cows on right. his own, like a coyote out there. He's so hungry for meat. Don Morgan's out there with a cow tongue hanging off his mouth. Oh, what is this is so good. Oh, such a dink not eating beef for all these years. <laughs> I had them all fooled for a long time. But I don't know. Aliens? Sure, why not? I just wish they would show up now. I just, you know, mm. give us some hope. Just show up and say, hey, we're, we're aliens. We're a thousand years ahead of you guys technologically. We're not going to grease you. Right, we, uh, like Elon's, like your guy over there said, we find you interesting, and so we don't want to destroy you. Yeah, uh, and uh, you guys are pretty messed up here in this little marble, and so we got to uh, help you straighten things out. Maybe it's one of those deals, like they say, you know, like people say about rattlesnakes, they're as afraid of us as we are of them. Well, I don't perhaps, know. Perhaps if, that's the the case here. I don't know if they can get here. I don't know if they would be afraid of us, unless they're afraid we'll just start lobbing nukes at them. Which we probably would do. <laughs> yeah. You know. Would it be funny, though, if, if the reason behind the cattle mutilations over the years really was uh, an advanced alien species right. that had a deli at the center of the universe or right. on some other planet right. or featuring some- exotic meats from across the galaxy and cow tongue and anus are, are on the menu? Yeah. You don't know what to say to that, do you? I don't think I. Well, I don't want to think about it. <laughs> what is it when you go? What is it when you go to Waffle House and you order something weird? It's smothered and covered. <laughs> yeah. Can I get that cow anus smothered and covered, please? Is that real Earth cow anus? Yeah. <laughs> Can I have a little something from the secret menu? Aliens are taking our cows to open up a butcher shop <laughs> on Venus. <laughs> it's really that simple. Yeah. Extraterrestrials have really just developed a taste for yeah. beef, man. Beef and pork. And so they're just butchering. That's all they're doing. Just well, taking the bits that the, yeah. the alien, the, squ- the talking squid from the Andromeda system enjoy. Right. They're up there making inter- intergalactic hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's grilling Long season. Not making it out of us. That's all I care. It's grilling season on Neptune. Oh. They, they want to make ah. sure they're ready. <laughs> do you, you want get- shank or butt? What do you want? You you want to get Hispanics in an uproar? Aliens what? taking all the cow tongue 
That's that's our stuff. That's our food. They, oh, they don't need to be messing with that. I don't care what they do. Just stay away from the chick meat. You take the chick meat, you take my barbacoa, then we're going to have problems, E.T. There we go. Kick your little wrinkly ass. <laughs> Shove that finger up there. <laughs> you leave the chick meat, man. Take the tail. I don't care what you take. All right. 210. <laughs> I'll kick your Vulcan ass. <laughs> 210. <laughs> 210-599. You're going to limp back to Planet Orc by the time I'm done That's with right. it. That's right. Oh, no, you didn't. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. 550 KTSA and FM 1071. I am so happy to talk with you guys. News talk made for you. We, we need everything that you are doing. KTSA. KTSA. We need you more now than ever. Stay connected. Drag <laughs> it up. Yeah, New Stock 550 KGSA. Is that Harry? That's Harry Belafonte. You know, you can't listen to that music and be depressed. You know what I mean? You, you can't, you know. Yeah. Has there ever been a sad Calypso song written? I don't think so. You couldn't do it. Eh, 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 my husband don't. You know, who was, the, <laughs> who was the comedian that used to say, there was a comedian that used to sing that, used to do that, that you can't do, you know, reggae or calypso and write a, it might have been Eddie Murphy. Maybe. You know, like, you're not going write, to write a calypso song that your house burned down, you know, and uh, uh, I don't know, just anything depressing, you know, because it's, yeah. it's happy music. So Harry Belafonte <laughs> has passed away at 96. Rest in peace, sir. Rest in peace, man. Fiona Apple doesn't do Calypso. No, she you couldn't not. see because it's too Fiona happy. Apple it's too happy doing Calypso because it would be like, Dale, <laughs> Dale, oh, 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 like everything sucks. <laughs> Change it to Nido. Nido. Well, some music is just indicative of it, you know, the person singing it and where they're singing it about. Like, you can't, you couldn't have Radiohead sing Rocky Mountain High <laughs> in color. You know what I mean? On Pike's Peak, you know? You wouldn't want to hear that anyway. And just like you wouldn't want to hear Fiona Apple do Calypso or Reggae, you know? It just wasn't, wouldn't be the same thing. Right. So, 96 years of age, he lived a good long life, was considered by many a civil rights icon as well, mm-hmm. along with Sydney. Sydney, really, if you think about it, uh, Harry Belafonte and Sidney Poitier, in their respective medium, you know, mediums, you know, one a singer, one an actor, broke a lot of ground uh, in the fifties and sixties. Uh, so you have to give them their due in that. I mean, now people claim to be in like you know a civil rights icon if they get a certain haircut, you know, or if they, yeah, <laughs> you know. Uh, kneel before a multi-million dollar football game. But those guys really put it on the line in that movement, you know, and really broke some serious ground. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to talk about Sidney Poitier's comments and, 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 you know, the last few years of his life. But is he still, is he still oh, with he, us? He passed away I thought so, last yeah. year or the year before. That's what I thought. Yeah. But between the two of them, they really did. And Sammy Davis Jr., if you think about it, the three of them really did open up some doors for a whole lot of folks uh, at a time when those doors were not only slammed shut, but, you know, you, you go near the door and they'll arrest your ass. Right. Or beat you up or what have you. And I think that's where a lot of the civil rights stuff uh, of the new Black Lives Matter movement and all that stuff, uh, and, you know, people are inherently this or that based upon their skin color. All those folks back in the 50s and 60s were fighting for something real. Something basic. They did it for the real. I mean, it's there was yeah. no fake in that fun. No. They were walking. They they were. There was only a handful of black entertainers that were widely accepted by the rest yeah. of the country. And even those guys had to come in through the kitchen. Yeah, Harry Belafonte, Sammy Davis Jr., Nat, famous Nat King Cole. They all, all Nat guys. King Cole. Right. I was a huge Nat King Cole fan yeah, in my twenties. Yeah. Aretha. I mean, Aretha. There, there really is only a handful. That, that's right. Well, you you go back and read about what the, you know the Motown singers did oh, back God. in the sixties. Yeah. yeah. 
having to travel through those areas where they couldn't go to restaurants and what have you or hotels. Well, and, and, and the, the, you know, we talk about the Rat Pack a lot. Or, you know, I have a, I, I'm a huge fan of the music that that little group of guys produced in the movies. But, you know, they, 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 it was Frank Sinatra, I think, laid it down that they wouldn't play any place that wouldn't allow Sammy Davis Jr. to stay in the hotel they were staying at or enter in through the same door they did. If Sammy can't stay here, we don't play, you know, and that's, that's, that's how you actually fight inequality and racism, stuff like that. Bingo. Not, you know, oh, you know, I'm going to complain because. You know, uh, uh, white people are just inherently racist because they're white and and they're triggering me with their whiteness and, you know, somehow eating a sandwich is an act of racism. You know, all this microaggressive stuff where you're really just trying to invent racism where it doesn't exist. And, And what sucks about that is you ignore a lot of the great stuff that people like Harry Belafonte and his generation actually accomplished. It kind of cheapens it in a sense. So, have you seen the movie? Is it Green? The Green Book? I've heard of it. I've heard a lot of. I've, oh, it was up for an Oscar. You, is it really good? Right. Yes. Ooh, that's Viggo Mortensen, I, I, right? And, I think you would love that one. And it's very apropos to what we're talking about right now. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You talk about anybody, any any Malcolm X wannabe today, who's got their fist in the air, but they're still pulling down multi million dollar endorsement deals. And you put them in a situation where, no, the law actually is against you, and you can only do certain things, and you can't do other things. They wouldn't make it a, a day. All right. Uh, thank you, James. Thanks to uh, Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye.